Hello and welcome to The Psychology of Womanhood. Yes, yes, I am your host, Shannon Battle, licensed therapist, number one best-selling Amazon author, serial entrepreneur, wife of 20 plus 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 years, five kids, and Lord Jesus, I still got my right mind. Thank you. I'm shouting over here if y'all know what that means if you've been to church one time in your life. But I am excited to be talking with you all today because I have decided to make a transition. Transition is really tough, but transition is exciting. And the reason why it's exciting is because I'm tapping into a different area, which is very similar to what I've always done, but I have a name for it. So a lot of times what I recognize is that people just don't know how to put the right words with something. So it makes them feel like they're confused and like they lack clarity. And for me, I said, I really needed to get clearly focused on this next hump of life journey because I'm getting older and I know what's important to me. I know what I value. I know what I want to see changed. I know what I'm passionate about. So that is how I've decided to transition from the Family Fix podcast to the psychology of womanhood, which is what I introduced this segment. I'm excited because when I was thinking about all of the things that I've done throughout the years, even, you know, the good, the bad, and I'm just sitting here and I'm just pondering, what is all of that boxed into one thing that still leads to many other things, but all roads meet at the same intersection? And that is just dealing with the cycles, the development of who I became in my womanhood. And I wanted to understand more and help other people understand why they do the things that they do and not hold themselves hostage to mistakes that they've made in their past. If it's yesterday, it has to be forgotten today. I know that we choose to remember, and I know that remembering some of the past helps us to be reminded of where we're going towards in our future, but oftentimes we don't remember the past to help us thrust forward and have this explosive burst of strength going into our future. We hold on to those things as a sign to measure how well we're doing now, to actually condemn ourselves, and sometimes be very critical to things that we've done and allow ourselves to be held hostage in emotional entrapments in certain types of relationships. I knew that going forward that it was going to be necessary to embrace all of the ups, the downs, the distresses, the discouragement, the the angst, the, the ridicule, it was going to be necessary to be able to see what the complementary side on what was ahead would look like. I'm not saying that I've arrived by no means, but I know that I am so much further than where I have been before. And that is where you are. You are very much further than where you've been before. Yeah, you probably can look at what you've done last year, the year before, and look at where you are today. 
and you can feel that well nothing has changed my income is the same I'm still in the same home still driving the same cars still haven't saved to be able to do things that I want to do but you are learning every day to recognize that you need to get off your butt and do something people just oftentimes just don't have the mental strength and the courage to go ahead and press on. So today, I wanted to talk about strength and courage because that is what you need in order to be able to go forward and conquer and win and have victory and see results in your life. We can get strong in certain situations. For example, childbirth, and God knows I was strong a good five times and I knew that at that time, it didn't matter how worried I was, it didn't matter how scared or unprepared that I felt, I knew that regardless, those babies were coming, you know? So when we're in those moments, those moments where life is getting ready to look very differently, all we can do is just focus on the outcome of getting that baby out. And so we get very strong with medication or not, because when that baby is pressing in, just imagine all of the pressure, the pain, your hips just feeling like they're getting ready to fall apart. And then bam, you know what I'm saying? Here comes this kid, right? But you're doing everything to get it out. They're telling you, oh, your blood pressure is dropping. You're like, I don't care. Let them say that baby blood pressure is dropping. Oh, you like, okay, something amps up in you, right? You get really strong. And that's a great explosive strength to have. And you know when your strength is explosive, why? Because afterwards, you're tired. (laughs) Think about, you know, something that you did and it required a lot of strength, but you had to, you know, exert more strength than your net that you, you know, do on a day-to-day basis and how you felt afterwards. I think about that when I ran my first 5k and I did um, this race called Rugged Maniac and you go through all these different obstacle courses and my first my first experience it rained so it was nothing but mud and you would have thought we did a mud run and that's not what it was supposed to be it was just supposed to be obstacle courses and so I knew that in certain things in order to get it done I had to be explosive The reason why I had to be explosive was because I was going to convince myself not to do it. I I knew I had to get it done, but because I've never done it before, I had to go full stream. I had to do things that I never knew that I could do, all because I didn't want doubt to interfere with getting the race or the obstacle completed. And that's where we have, you know, It's very similar to where we are in our daily walk and what we're doing each day. We try to make explosive moves, hurry up, use all the strength to be able to, you know, get something done so we don't have to worry about how we feel about it. We just want to, you know, just get it done. And because we don't allow ourselves to experience all of the range of emotions, all of the range of of just visibility that goes into to doing the work because we don't want to face that counterproductive process of life and thinking, which is fear. And you can't have one without the other. And when you're trying to be strong, 
You definitely don't want to give the appearance of weak. For example, I was counseling one of my um, soldiers and I get a lot of soldiers that, you know, like to be, you know, they don't want it in their record because they have different schools and there's just certain things they don't want to talk about that would be classified in their medical record that might interfere with their career and things like that. So yeah, I get a lot of those type of client, uh, soldiers that come to me. And one was talking and we were talking about uh being strong versus being weak and he was explaining that in his position daily you can't show that you're weak you can show that you're aggressive you can show that you um you have like built up anger fuel you know you can show that side but you better not ever 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 cry <laughs> ever or or show sadness or show an emotion that lets that has a resemblance of weakness. And so I had to ask the question. I said, I get it. I get it. I really do. I understand. I don't want somebody on, you know, a battle line with me that's caught up crying because we've seen that in the movies where they're crying and they don't do anything but hide because they can't get into the mechanics of just executing the mission, right? You want someone that can, you know, think clearly, think sharp and be able to execute. And so when we think about it in terms of that, then that's where we try to say what strength really is. Strength, though, has so many different tiers to it. You can have strength that you just have on a regular daily basis, that you're dealing with something. You know, it matches your agility, who you are, what you're capable of doing, because you've exercised those different mental muscles. But then think about now when you're faced with a challenge, and then you have to show another part of strength. And then so you find yourself having to do more things to make sure that you're getting stronger in that process because there's going to be some great force that comes against you. And it's not always physical. It's mental force. And when you haven't challenged yourself to be able to think in terms of, oh, okay, you know, uh, I have to be able to uh, get ready for um, this presentation in front of my peers at work and it's going to be about 50 people from the department. When you're used to just sending information but never presenting it verbally, you better believe that in, if you want to keep that job and you want to look good on your performance appraisal, you're going to have to get the strength to be able to get yourself disciplined and focused to be able to come face to face with something you've never done before. And when I talk about strength, it really runs parallel with courage. We have to be able to have the courage, the ability to be strong in the face of something that causes us pain, grief, discomfort. When I think about how we proceed in life as women, and for my men that are listening, that would include you too. But specifically with our with women, we are always facing different obstacles. We are having to deal with grief, with the loss of relationships, with the loss of time. Oh gosh, think about time that we've lost in being a mother. Think about life that we've lost, it seems like, in being a wife. I get all of that. And I understand why many of the women I work with now just want to be single. They want to have companionship, 
but they feel like if they introduce another human being into their permanent fold, then everything about their future, their ideas and desires are going to dwindle because they're going to have to focus on something else. And a lot of that is true. And I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't get married or have children, but you do need to understand that you're going to have to learn to shift your weight in order to distribute that that weight and that everything has its, its designated attention. Imagine giving all of your attention to work, doing your thing, but yet you got a husband at home and you get home 10 o'clock at night and he's already in the bed and then you're up, what, five in the morning, six in the morning to start your day again? How, how, how viable do you think he's going to be in, in the security of the relationship? Do you think that you bringing home all of this money is going to be enough to make him feel appreciated, to make him feel a part of your life? And that's what we try to do. We try to substitute. We want to substitute things because we're scared. We don't know how to come face to face with the fact that we don't know what to do. And when you don't know what to do, we resort to acting in fear-based emotions. So a lot of us will just act like we are daily. If you would look at us in our mind, we're probably walking around with a blanket over our head, not hiding from the world, not you know exposing ourselves to what is really going on around us, keeping it focused, keeping it moving on our business keeping it focused, keeping it moving on, you know, going to the gym and working out and looking good because we don't know how to deal with all those other areas in our life. So for today, I want you to just begin to stop and assess. When I look at, ask yourself the question, when I look at strength, what do I define that by? What does that look like to me? Because what you appear to be strong in I may be able to do it stronger and faster, but then I'll come back and rest and rebuild and, and, and keep making the other areas of my life great. So think about the career choices that you've made. Think about the friends that you choose. How are you showing up strong in those relationships? But more importantly, how are you strong, so showing up strong for yourself? And when you're faced with different actions, what are you doing to show that, you know, I can overcome this fear? How are you becoming courageous? Because if you're going to do great things, you have to be strong and courageous. You can't have one without the other. Because in order to have courage, I got to have action. That means that I'm going to have to have the strength to discipline myself, to increase my focus so I can get up out this bed and I can pursue this goal. I can do something new that I've never done before. I can face a new business, a, a, a business uh, relationship because I have the courage. And I'm not saying that you do courage without having fear because you never have, you never know that you have courage until you push past your fear. So I, I embrace fear. I really do. I don't get afraid of fear. I know it's there, but I know that it's a companion to my courage and that my courage is always going to be stronger than my fear. So a couple of things that I want you to take with you. I want you to look at, okay, where am I showing a lot of weakness? 
because when you are showing weakness, it shows up in your life. And the weakness just shows that you have not developed the discipline, the strength in order to come out of that weakness. And sometimes it means getting with somebody else and helping them to shoulder some weight for you until you get strong enough to get, you know, more more physical in that area, to get more more mental capacity in that area. So it's time to get strong. As women, being strong is not being just a bossy, having a bossy attitude, being a bee. It's not being, you know, the person that's difficult to get along with. It's not, you know, trying to show your masculinity in a way that makes you like the person that I counseled in that workspace, you know, not show signs of weakness because I'm showing that I'm aggressive and you need to ah, be scared of my aggression because I'm coming for you. That's not what it is. So I challenge you, my sisters, those of you who are listening, embrace all of it, all of it. Embrace your weakness because in your weakness, your God's strength is made perfect. And I've seen that because I know that I've been weak and I'm like, Lord, I can't do this no more. And I don't want to. I just don't want to because I ain't got strength. And I don't even care to get the courage anymore because I'm not going to do no action (laughs) to get the courage. And that's where you want to be able to get to yourself and see what God can do through you. He can do much more than you can ever do for yourself. And when you get a combination of all that working for you and then God starts speaking to you, he starts telling you, girl, okay, all right, you don't want to do this. Let me put this in your face right now and see how this one strokes you because you'll move for this. And then you find yourself moving for things that matter. And then as you're moving, you're not even recognizing you're getting stronger. So just move, take action and watch your life change. Thank you for rolling and riding and listening to me today. I hope that you enjoy uh, the new face of the podcast. And if you ever want to connect, make sure you come to my website. That's where everything happens. All the magic happens for me and for the people that I work with. It's at www.shannonbattle.com. And if you're looking for that business mentor, that consultant, the person to help you to see through your problems and get through to the right solution where you can see creative action and results in your life, then you definitely want to keep rolling with me. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the psychology of womanhood. I am your host, Shannon I Can Lady Battle, and I am always thinking about you. And I hope that you are always being true to yourself. Have a good day.